The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. How are you now? Uh, how are you now? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, folks, the Montreal Canadiens lose by a score of 4-3 to three in overtime to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake and I am not even a little bit pissed off about that game. I honestly was entertained by that one uh, and that's what I've been asking for really at this point in the season again the, the the one thing that we can ask for is some entertaining games and maybe a couple of players taking some steps forwards uh, in, in their careers this was that right this this was entertaining very entertaining um, you know they they probably didn't even really deserve to be in an overtime period but once again Samuel Montembeau kind of carried them into it uh, so let's let's do it. Let's let's do a quick recap of that because uh, it was very entertaining. So not long into the first period, of course, uh, there's a Vegas goal, and we're we're starting to think at that point, ah, this could get ugly. Vegas is number one in the Pacific Division right now, so you would expect this game to to get a little bit ugly based on where the Habs are at and where the Vegas Golden Knights are at, and it, it starts out pretty much the way that you might expect it to. Um, Chandler Stevenson gets completely unchecked in the slot. Three Habs players are below the goal line by the time this rush generates uh, a puck into the slot, and Chandler Stevenson is just completely alone. Uh, he puts it in through Montabo, makes it one nothing for Vegas. But the Habs get it back with just under five minutes to play in the first period. Uh, Arturi Lekkonen gets a good shot in tight. Michael Pizzetta comes in and cleans it up. Uh, puts in the garbage, makes it 1-1. Uh, Pizzetta actually was the one who jarred the puck loose to get it to Lekin in the first place to give him the opportunity to get that shot on goal. So uh, really, really great shift by Michael Pizzetta there. And 1-1 was the score at the end of one period. The shots, on the other hand, were 18-10 to in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights. So Samuel Montembeau really, really held the Habs in that period, uh, kept them in the game. And uh, he's still on one in the second period. He's making some really nice saves, unfortunately. A uh, really nice pass from Jonathan Marchessault uh, over into the slot to Eric... Uh, not Eric Carlson. <laughs> not Eric Carlson. William Carlson. And uh, he beats Montembeau, uh, makes it 2-1 to one for the Knights. But the Habs get a power play later on in the period. Nice little scramble. Tyler Toffoli gets it at the side of the net. And it's 2-2. Two to two. Great work by Nick Suzuki in Gretzky's office behind the net uh, to set Toffoli up at the side of the net. Uh, really great work by him. And uh, it's 2-2. Two to two. Again, that's how the period would end. Tied at 2. 
really did not deserve to be in a 2-2 tie uh, based on the shots, based on the scoring chances. But again, Samuel Montembeau keeping the minute and they're being opportunistic. They're cashing in on their scoring chances. Very similar to that Dallas game, although not as prolific in terms of scoring, but definitely close, right? And then we go into the third period. And uh, again, Samuel Montembeau still on one. Vegas is the better team. Uh, He's making a lot of really good saves. Most of the third period's looking very in favor of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. But Christian Dvorak, down on the goal line, throws it out to uh, Mike Hoffman right at the face-off dot. A little half-clapper, like almost a snapshot, basically. Uh, Makes it 3-2 for the Montreal Canadiens. What the fuck? They actually have a lead in this game, despite being outshot heavily. Vegas very well en route to another 50-shot game. It'd be the second one in a row. That'd be over 100 shots against Samuel Montembeau in the last two games. So in a period of 48 hours, this poor guy has got to stare down 100 shots from NHL players um, and, and doing so admirably, I should add. Of course, uh, Las Vegas does end up tying the game. Josh Anderson takes a penalty with uh, under seven minutes to play and uh, a quick set play off the draw. Really beautiful play by the Vegas Golden Knights, honestly, and it gets over to Jonathan Marchessault. He scores, makes it 3-3, three to three. Uh, and we go into overtime. We go into overtime, which is not something that the Habs do particularly well at, and uh, again, they did not do particularly well on this night. Um, Samuel Montembeau, again, got to bring him up one more time. He made a beautiful save on um, a William Carlson breakaway to keep the Habs in it, and but unfortunately, there's nothing he could do later on. Shea Theodore gets loose and uh, he beats him. Uh, final score four to three in favor of the Golden Knights. Uh, I mean, again, like you, I, I would be mad about this game normally, right? If this was a good season, like if the, if the Habs were you know one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference and they were playing really well and they came out and they and they kind of laid an egg like that and allowed fifty shots um, against their goaltender. And then ended up falling in overtime despite their goaltender really holding them in it. And when I said 50 shots, actually, I'm looking at the total right now. It's 53. 53 shots. So well over, well, not well over, but over 100 shots in the last two games for Samuel Montembeau. And he really held the fort for them. So, again, in a good season, I'd be upset about a game like that, right? You guys got ruined in the shot total and uh, somehow managed to will the game into overtime through your goaltender, and then you lose there. But in this season, where they're in dead last in the NHL, uh, that was just a good bit of fun, man. That was a fun game. Seeing them get there, um, you know, Michael Pizzetta, he's playing every game like it could be his last. He mentioned it in an interview uh, a few games back that... You know, every game for him is like a tryout right now, and he's really playing like it. He's playing like, you know, he's having fun. He's acting like, you know, there, there might not be a tomorrow for me. And it's fun to watch, you know. Nick Suzuki, again, great work in Gretzky's office to set up a goal. Um, Samuel Montembeau, by the way, Samuel Montembeau, clearly your silver lining of the night when it comes to this game. That's two games in a row. He's player of the game last time because we won, so he was player of the game. And in this one, he's your silver lining. I mean... What more can you say? He's he's looking fantastic. He's super well positioned. Um, he's making some athletic saves as well, but a lot of them are really positional saves. You know, he made a glove save at one point where he was just kind of 
there was a rush coming in, and I forget who it was, but he took a backhand shot. And normally when somebody's coming in on their backhand, you don't expect them to try and go far side. So normally what a goaltender might do is cheat towards the post because you figure, you know, the short side post, that's probably where that backhand's going to go more so than... Uh, than shooting far side but no he stayed very centered there he was very calm and, and he just backed up slowly and then puck right into his glove just smooth smooth um, amazing game from him two amazing games in a row from him I honestly wonder and this is this is tough but what is his trade value you know I don't think there's a very high likelihood of him being in Montreal next season regardless of what happens right whether Jake Allen gets traded or not um, I, I really just don't see Samuel Montembeau coming back to Montreal they picked him up off waivers uh, because they wanted to have somebody else because Carey Price was obviously not available to start the season and is still not available but I don't see the Habs trading Carey Price even though there's been some rumors about it I could see them trading Jake Allen, but I don't think that whether or not Jake Allen gets traded makes a difference for Samuel Montembeau. So I honestly wonder, you know, are there maybe some teams out there that are like trying to get themselves into the playoff picture or trying to stay in the playoff picture that might be interested in having, you know, a young, um, hungry goaltender to be their backup, right? I think you could do a lot worse than Samuel Montembeau as a backup goaltender right now in the NHL. And I think there are teams that are doing worse, right? So I wonder... You know, is is this him trying to make a case to Kent Hughes and company that he wants to stay in Montreal? Or is this him just pumping up his trade value and maybe they can get something out of him? I don't know. Um, all I can tell you is that's two amazing games in a row from him and just unbelievably impressive. Obviously, you're still looking at a lot of the same, you know, defensive issues. Again, go back to that first goal that the Knights scored. The Habs had three people below the goal line and the funny thing is I tweeted out a gif of it and Andrew Berkshire um, he tweeted back to me and he's like you know what's more interesting to me is the fact that the two closest players to the net for Montreal were both forwards right again the defensive zone coverage is a mess it's a complete mess there's a reason why they're giving up 50 shots on a nightly basis it's because they do not have any semblance of defensive structure luckily they didn't get embarrassed for two nights in a row because Samuel Montembeau stood on his head. I mean, there's a lot of work to do for this team, but um, again, go back to what I said early on in the podcast. I think this is probably the third or fourth time I've said it in, in what, 10 minutes of recording here. I want to see fun this season. I want to see some fun, and this was fun. This was a fun game. Um, I had fun watching it. Um, I have not been able to say that many times this season, so it's nice to um, to have that, you know, to have a game where you where you can watch it and like you know you see a couple of people uh, really just putting themselves out there and having a really good game, and uh, and th- that's what I like. That's what I'm hoping to see for the rest of the season. Honestly, if every game looks like that and they lose all of them, I'll be I'll be fine with it. Right? We'll still we'll we'll, we'll get a good draft pick, um, and and I'll be able to stomach the rest of these games if they can provide entertainment like that you know they don't have to go to overtime every time in fact i'd prefer they not because they're really bad at three on three but you know games like that a uh, little bit of entertainment some good goaltending uh you know some opportunistic goals uh, a little bit of a decent power play for them even on the night as well 
you know, that that that's exactly what I'm hoping to see for the remainder of the season. Anyways, uh, I'm going to cut it off there. We are running what? Um, right around 12 minutes for this episode, I think. Maybe a little bit more. So, grosse soirée pour les employés de soutien. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Thank you, as always, for listening. And we will be back after Saturday's game, which is against the Colorado Avalanche. So that one could get ugly. But keep in mind, folks, we got our boy Dikembe Montembeau in net saying no. I, I honestly, I, I heard today Jared Book told me that members of the media in Montreal are calling him Dikembe. And uh, I really, I, I hope he makes a big save at one point takes off one of his gloves and does the finger wag celebration for that save that would just again what do i want to see i want to see fun all right so as always thanks again for listening and à la prochaine